0: what's going on everybody this is austin patterson you have just tuned in to the pit thank you and welcome uh today we'll be talking about the new uh bill kind of uh, being proposed to congress about late-term abortions as well as the new mexican minimum wage and the argument against and for minimum wage so stay tuned hope you like it and uh yeah we'll see you there You are now listening to The Pit Radio, the most politically incorrect podcast in the nation. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to be a part of the conversation. What's going on, everybody? My name is Austin Patterson. Thank you for tuning into The Pit. Um that was our new little intro that I just uh made yesterday. But uh yeah, I'm gonna be starting this back up again. It's uh it's been a long time. We used to do it on the uh YouTube for a while there. It was fun and uh, I've really been missing kind of getting into the politics and everything like that. Um especially with everything going on nowadays. We got some crazy people in Congress and also in New Mexico, in the government here in New Mexico as well. Um, but yeah, so uh, basically just kind of wanted to explain what's going on. I'm going to be doing this podcast as much as I possibly can. I um, wanted to try it on this platform called Anchor. Um, I have a little commercial here in the middle of the podcast. It's a, it's a Basically, if you wanted to start a podcast, podcasts are becoming more of the, uh, the thing to do nowadays, as you can tell. Joe Rogan kind of started off, or it was his first big one. Now we have like people like Logan Paul with his podcast and stuff. So it's a very popular medium. Um, I wanted to get on it. I've been on it before, and it's uh, it's pretty fun. It's a fun deal. I know a lot of people listen to these in their car and stuff like that. So if you do listen to this, and if you do find it interesting, and if you do want to be involved with it, um, please follow us. It's called Pit Radio, um, Pit underscore Radio. I think on Instagram. I gotta I gotta make it all uh, all the names. I gotta make coherent. But um, anyhow. Yeah, this is what we'll be doing here. Um, I uh, have a ton of topics that I can talk about, being that it is going to be a political podcast in nature. So it's going to be fun. Lots of stuff. can get guests on here. Um, We'll figure out how to do call-ins later on. I'm going to have the video section of this whole deal here coming up. Maybe in the near future. Uh, I used to do it before, but it was live. And now I'm kind of going to this uh, recording method. But I want to be like up to date on everything. So I kind of have to record everything as it's happening. Um, now, that being said, this is a political commentary. I am not a scientist by any means. And I'll be talking about climate change. Freaking all kinds of other stuff. Um, I don't have any uh, necessarily, what is it, credentials in politics. Um, nonetheless... I feel like my opinions are just as valid as anybody else's. I mean, politicians, at the end of the day, started from the bottom, and um, they were just like all of us at one point. They all have their own opinions. They're all voting for us and doing stuff for us. So, that being said, I feel like I should be able to express my opinion the way I want to express my opinion. That is why this is the pit. That is why... Okay, so the pit stands for politically incorrect truth. I... 100% believe in not being politically correct. Politically correct, that term is basically ruining America, in my opinion. People can't say what they really, truly feel. Um, That's a big problem. Nobody's truthful anymore. Um, I think podcasts are a way to kind of mitigate that and actually overcome that sort of, uh, I guess, uh, political nature that we've come to... Kind of accept in this day and age, um, but yeah. So let's let's talk about political correctness and why it's ruining the country, or why it did I, I think we're kind of coming out of it? But for a while there, it was getting pretty bad. You couldn't say anything if you're freaking if you're white. You definitely can't say anything. But political uh, correctness, basically, let's look up the term real quick. Political political. Correctness on Google because that's always super accurate, especially the internet. Political correctness in the dictionary is the avoidance often considered as taken to extremes of forms of expression or action that are perceived to exclude, marginalize, or insult groups of people who are socially disadvantaged or discriminated against. Basically, comedians can no longer exist if political correctness is the law of the land. Um, it's a, it's it's definitely a a form of censorship in my opinion. If you disagree, tweet about it at me. Um, I don't even know my Twitter, but uh, I'm gonna have to get that up here too. Um, I'm gonna have to get all that figured out after this episode, but I just wanted to jump into it, kind of go why I hate political correctness, political correctness and why um, I think actually America is actually going in a positive direction, mostly because of these podcasts, it's funny, Logan Paul was uh, talking about something with somebody on his podcast, and he had to tiptoe around every little joke that the other guy was making, the other dude was hilarious, but Logan Paul couldn't even laugh because he would get backlash from all his... Um, so-called fans and whatnot but um, yeah I just definitely think that's that's one of the things that I want to um, kind of push with this podcast is uh, this is freedom of speech we can talk about what we want and how we want to talk about it sometimes maybe things will be said that are not I guess uh, some people may take offense to let's just let's just Let's just put it that way. Um, That is not a problem and not my problem. So if you take offense to it, just get out of here. We don't want you. But if you're willing to listen and have a conversation about things and uh, also interact via the social medias, I think that's a very constructive way uh, to be able to have a a really good argument and also uh, listening to each other's point of view and kind of coming to an understanding. Otherwise, nobody comes to an understanding. And otherwise, everybody is talking. You know, everybody's in like in an e- echo chamber with them, the people that they uh, agree with. So, um, and that's not healthy either. But anyways, that now that we're over that whole deal, um, let's go ahead and go to. Um, I want to start with. Yeah, let's just get into it. Let's just go for the the late-term abortion bill that has been proposed. (laughs) So, I was uh, reading today through the news. um, A Democratic... I'll just kind of read a little bit of this this, uh, little article here. A Democratic co-sponsor of a controversial Virginia bill that would repeal restrictions on third-trimester abortions is apologizing to her constituents for supporting the legislation, saying... She didn't read the bill or know how far it went. Now, this may be a good example of why I don't like the government or the people in it. Basically on both sides. Well, I I guess I could stand people on the right. And uh, for those of you wondering, I am definitely um, right-leaning. However, I do think a lot of Republicans nowadays are just a bunch of hacks. They're just in there trying to get their money, getting uh, passing bills for no reason. If you, here's my thing. If you are elected in any capacity to serve in the government, and you are trying to create more laws, I'm against you. I don't care. I'm against you. If you're trying to repeal laws, I'm for you. That's about it. I guess you could consider myself more libertarian than anything, but that's because we got a bunch of spineless, no good. Republican freaking rhinos in the government that can't do anything. It can't, they promise stuff, but they never do it. So I'm against you too. And then liberals don't even get me started. You guys, you guys just want the government to control everything. And that's pretty much it. I don't think I've met somebody that identifies as a liberal, um, that, well, no, that's not true. I, I know people that identify with liberals. I don't think they understand that they are not a liberal if they don't want, uh, as much government as there is and continues to, the government continues to grow and people don't realize that that's not a good thing. Okay. Taxes are rising. That creates inflation. You think the minimum wage is going to help, but really your bottom line rises more than your top line and you end up making less money at the end of the day. So, um, that's a whole nother issue. We're going to get to in today's podcast, and that is going to be probably the most uh, triggered I'll ever get with uh, concerning money. I am very, very money-driven, and the more taxes and the more <laughs> increases in our inflation ha- happens, the, the more frustrated I get with this world and this country. Um, that being said, I'm a proud American. I would rather live here than anywhere else in the world. It's way better than every place else, and I don't care what you think, okay? That's about it. Sounds a little childish to say it that way. It's truth just truth just speaking truth here nothing but it. Um, anyways let's get back to this third trimester abortion bill. That is ridiculous. according to the bill um, well let's let's <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of funny and it's kind of just morbid like it's like what the heck this is it's a little strange okay um, from what I from what I've been reading the, <laughs> the third trimester lasts until 40 weeks so let's just do a little math on that. 40 weeks let's say there's four weeks in a month right you know everybody knows that a pregnancy lasts about nine months that's correct so 40 divided by four weeks every month equals 10 months so what you're saying is (laughs) the baby's already been born according to science and things of that nature. Now, I know there's arguments about whether when a fetus is viable or when it's going to turn into, like, I mean, obviously it's always going to turn into a human. It's not going to freaking come out a dog. Like, what the heck is that? Um, but at the end of the day, people will debate on uh, second trimester as being the limit to when you can still have an abortion, which means that it's all happens in the womb. Um this new thing is totally radical, and you knew it was going to come to this. You knew it was going to happen. If you if you can kill a baby at at uh, two weeks, why couldn't you kill it at 40 weeks? Like there's there's no difference. There's no. We knew it was going to happen, but we acted like as as the Republican Party, they act like oh they're never going to go that far. Well, what did you think? You give an inch, they take a mile. That's how it works. That's how it's always going to work. You don't give in people that are crazy that's about it and uh, I, I'm sorry if you are a liberal and disagree with that um, but you know it's true that's a definite let's look let's look up the definition of liberal what is liberal uh, open to new behavior or opinion or opinions and willing to discard traditional values so that basically takes everybody that said they're liberal actually to a socialist because Obviously, you're not open to new opinions or views because you just try and shut everything down. Just take YouTube, for example, or Twitter. Basically, kicking off people for um, saying stuff that they don't agree with. That doesn't sound very liberal to me. That sounds socialist to me. Um, Let's see. Of education, concerned most mainly with broadening a person's general knowledge and experience rather than... ...with technical or professional training, and that is why that is dumb as well. (laughs) Why? If you're going (sighs) to... I don't get it, guys. I don't get it. If you're concerned with a person's general knowledge and experience rather than technical or professional training... It sounds like you want to be an uh, executive without having any experience is what that sounds like to me. You want to be uh, smart, but you don't want to be skilled. And uh, that's a concern for me. Anyways, I don't really know where I'm going with this one, but I just wanted to look up liberal because I never actually looked it up. But that's ridiculous. That means most people that consider themselves liberals in the government are not actually that. They're not open to new opinions, just their own, and they are concerned, uh, (laughs) well, I guess that education part, that's definitely true. They don't care about technical or professional training. Say what you want, that's how it is. Um, But anyways, let's get back to this thing again. Um, So, apparently, this lady who was a co-sponsor of... (laughs) The bill didn't read it, um, and now is kind of backing away from her stance, which is understandable. I mean, basically, what it said is if, if the baby comes out and is still alive, you still have the option to kill it. I typically, from what I understand, the argument is that it's not a baby, so you can just get rid of those cells, correct? What about it's When it's a real baby. Like, on the table, baby. That is what this bill is actually proposing. I don't know. That seems pretty radical to me. But uh, I'm not a liberal, so I don't got to defend this. That's on you guys. Come at me, bro. Come at me with this. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She said, I am sorry that I did not exercise due diligence before this explosion of attention. (laughs) Had I done so, I would have not co-patroned. Adam said, "She thought it was it only reversed onerous abortion. What the heck does that even mean? Onerous abortion regulations implemented by Republicans in twenty twelve and didn't realize it sought to do much more. That's ridiculous, man. First of all, if you're uh, if you're going to uh, propose legislation, let's maybe understand what you're proposing or actually read." the article and not get some schmuck off the street to hinge a piece of paper and you go read to congress which is essentially how i how i take this right here okay um, that's just ridiculous dang just kind of reading this here i'm i'm reading on fox news i tried to do a bunch of different um, let's go to cnn let's see what they say about it cnn Breaking news, latest news, abortion bill, politics, nuclear treaty, nice, nice, it's funny, they don't have it at the front, (laughs) they don't have it at the top, I wonder why, very interesting to look at, they don't even have a search bar for politics in here, what does CNN say? Virginia Governor Faces Backlash Over Comments Supporting Late-Term Abortion Um, So Ralph Northam is facing backlash after he voiced his support for a state measure that would significantly loosen restrictions on late-term abortions. Now, (laughs) this actually is kind of contradicting what I said. Or, I kind of am contradicting what I had said earlier about me being for people trying to repeal or, uh, loosen restrictions, I'm definitely for, for that, however, in this case, I'm just not for this whole abortion thing in general, I'm definitely pro-life, um, I think you are killing a baby at any time, it's not, like I said, it's not gonna be a dog, fish, freaking elephant, it's not gonna be any of those, it's gonna be a human that comes out, um, but if you get rid of it, that's your own prerogative, um, I do think it's evil and wrong, that's about it, um, I'm not for. Uh, I'm. I'm for. <laughs> I'm. I'm pro-choice in the sense that I think the baby should choose whether it wants to live or not. I'm not pro-choice for women. That's ridiculous. That's not their body. I mean, obviously, it's growing. It's, it's using the nutrients off of their body, but not. Um, it's not their body. It's. It's a kid. Okay. It's gonna be a kid, and it's not gonna be their body. So let's just get that out of the way right away. Um, so they try and clarify here it's been done, du- or it's uh, third trimester abortions are done in cases where there may be severe deformities, there may be a fetus that's non viable. Obviously, if it's non viable, then it's not going to happen. What the frick? Of course, don't be a freaking idiot, okay? It's not going to happen if it's non viable, that's what non viable means. Um, so in this particular example, if a mother is in labor. Um, uh, Northam, a pediatric neurosurgeon, so this guy's obviously smart, he's definitely gone to school, allegedly, (laughs) told Washington Radio Station, the infant would be delivered, the infant would be kept comfortable, and the infant would be resuscitated if that's what the mother and family desired, and then the discussion would ensue between physicians and the mother. Um like I said the baby's on the table. Do you want it or not? No. Okay. <laughs> That's what it sound like. Okay. Let's just get that straight real quick. Um the bill which among other things would end a state rule that requires at least 3 physicians confirm that a t- third trimester abortion is necessary to prevent the woman's death or impaired mental or physical health and ends the need to find that any such impairment of the women's health would be substantial or irremittable. is currently tabled to the Virginia's legislature. Basically what that's saying is that if the women's uh, health is uh, in question because of the baby, then they get rid of it, which I don't think anybody disagrees with, realistically. Uh, save as much as you can. That's the goal of the mom. You know, if the mom is gonna die because of the baby, and you could save the mom by getting rid of that baby, you gotta do it. <laughs> Otherwise they both die. So they'll rather have rather have the mom in this situation. But that is the situation. That should be it. That that should be it. Um let's see. Republican leaders sharply criticized the governor's comments, accusing him of being a favor of infant. Aside, <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of infanticide. Um, so let's go back to the top where it says severe deformities. Let's talk about let's talk about that. Let's talk about what if a child is born with a deformity. What about the children that have been born with deformities and live great lives, healthy lives, have a loving family, um, are, uh, are are brought up in a way that they enjoy their life they're able to make the most of it they even succeed and excel in most areas after they have overcome this this uh, deformity um, just because they have that that you're gonna you're gonna decide that Nah, I don't want to deal with that the rest of my life as a parent I don't want to dis. De- I don't want I don't want to really uh, that's that's the decision you're making by the way if you decide that because of a deformity or something that is the decision you're making. I don't want to go through this trouble, so let's just let's just take the easy way out. It's kind of an American thing, really, um, but I've definitely Europe also. I guess basically a, a human nature to be lazy. That's what you are, if you decide to do that in this situation. I don't care. Um. Anyways, uh, it it just it just kind of makes me sick. It really does. That is. I mean, I think that's the point to be made here. The point is, if a baby is born with a deformity, let's try and help them. They can still live the most amazing life that they can. They can still live the life that they want to live. That's all there is to it. Uh, and you're depriving, or you're you're base, you're killing somebody. That's like a Hitler thing. Realistically, didn't he? Didn't he kill? Um, kids or gas the kids with uh, deformities or down syndrome and things like that. Wasn't that a Hitler thing? And we're talking about freaking everybody's saying President Trump's freaking white supremacist Nazi. What about, <laughs> what about the people trying to kill the babies with deformities just because they have deformities? Hmm. Interesting. Food for thought. Um, I'm just going to let that sit there. I think that was a very good argument. I think I want to argue with somebody about that a little more. But it's hard to argue with somebody about that if nobody's arguing with you if you're doing this podcast the way I'm doing it right now. Um, This is actually kind of hard just keeping on talking. But I guess we're already 22 minutes in. All right. Well, let's go to our first commercial break. Um, And it is – it's pretty cool. Kind of going to explain it. I'll I'll just explain it in the commercial and then um, I'll talk about it a little bit after. But, yeah, listen to this this commercial. It's about Anchor, the app that I am recording on and that you should be listening – This on Otherwise iTunes You can definitely listen on Um, I believe Spotify Is another option For this Um, But iTunes podcast Is a a big thing That you can listen You probably are listening uh, To this podcast on But Anchor If you have the opportunity Go download that app It's a great way There's a ton of podcasts I think this is going to be The new YouTube Quick quick side note Gary V talks about it All the time But this is going to be The next YouTube Um, It's basically An audio version Of Twitter in my opinion, so no, that's in Gary V's opinion. Anyways, uh, here's the uh, here's our sponsor. Okay, and we're back. Um, that was our sponsor anchor, the guys that uh, put on this uh, podcasting platform that I am able to kind of uh, reach out and uh, and do my own podcast on and uh, also get paid. <laughs> it's a pretty cool deal. Um, if you're looking to start something, definitely recommend it. Like I said potentially the new YouTube, everybody's going to podcasts nowadays, everybody's doing podcasts on YouTube, but this this may be the app, I'm doing this all on my phone, um, by the way, so if that's not incentive enough, I don't know what is, uh, but anyways, Anchor's freaking awesome, would recommend it to everybody that's trying to start a podcast, trying to start something new, trying to make some side hustle cash, um, but yeah. Um, so last we left off with the abortions. I think we're kind of done with that. We'll probably come back to it. I mean, it's a huge topic, so we'll see. We'll, we'll follow that whole story and kind of see where it lands. Um, but I wanted to get to something that is a little more like there's a lot of gray areas here. Um, not 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 gray, but like there's a lot of different theories as to what works best for our economy and things like that, and that is the minimum wage Um Now, obviously, this is a huge, huge divide among uh, Republicans and Democrats as to uh, minimum wage versus living wage. And, by the way, those terms are not interchangeable as most Democrats use them. Okay, living wage is not a minimum wage deal. Okay, living wage should be a skilled position where you're definitely making fifteen. dollars to whatever amount it, it kind of depends on your skill, really, and what industry you're in. Um, for me, I, I I own a company here in Albuquerque, and um, our living like for me to have a living wage, like basically I got to pay all my bills and things like that. Um, I'm barely getting that, <laughs> and I own this company, so like it's 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 one of those things, uh, and, and I'm definitely over minimum wage, and I think there is a difference between the two minimum wage should be the bare bones job that high schoolers do, okay, Um, if you uh, didn't graduate high school, um, you could easily get a job that pays more than minimum wage, just saying, there's no, there's really no excuses from what I've experienced in my last couple years out of college, Um, I was blessed to go to college, I did through football, I, I was able to go because I had a football scholarship and things like that, Um, I will say, I know it, not a lot of people do get to go, well, no, that's not true, (laughs) almost everybody goes to college nowadays, they just get debt and stuff like that, I think the smart way to do it is to go to college, and be able to finesse the system, there's so many ways to finesse the system, man, just don't go to a D1 college, go to a D2, make money, let them pay you to go to college, that's how you get it, nobody cares, Uh, like I said, I own this company, me and my business partner do, and we don't look at your college experience, at all, does not matter. Because we require a certain skill of um, actual skill, <laughs> not not uh, theories and things like that. We rely on a hard product that we sell to our customers, and we make that product. That is how we make a living. And you don't need to go to college to know that. And, and I would say it is pretty necessary if you're just going to uh, be getting into a career that you go to college. I do think it is necessary. You can't really even get any jobs that are not – Uh, that are higher than minimum wage if you don't go to college and that's just because everybody goes to college now Okay, that's how it is nowadays high school is like preschool or middle school you just kind of have to go to it and then college now has become what high school used to be Um, you have to go to college in order to compete in this industry however just because you went to college does not mean you have any more skills than anybody else and I will say if you're an entrepreneur college might be a waste of time for you Unless you're trying to network and things like that, um, but if you're just trying to have a career, you definitely have to go to college. I will, I will say that. I will agree with that. You have to go to college if you're just trying to have a career, and that's not a bad thing. That's just how it is. You have to, you have to have a college degree to even get into an interview sometimes, and uh, that goes a long ways. However, I will say, little known fact, little secret here, Austin Patterson to you, um, if you are looking for a job, car dealerships, sales, that is... You don't need experience in. I mean, you maybe need experience in sales a little bit, but if you're good enough at selling yourself as a good, responsible individual who um, who can who, who can relate to people, who can um, be kind and generous as well as genuine, you have a definite future in sales somewhere. Um, but car dealerships, man, real estate these are these are gems. You don't need a college degree for that go and do that I, I worked at a car dealership for three months. It was the most money I've ever made in my life. It was insane. Just a little hint just a little hint um, but yeah that's a big deal. Um, looking for jobs go get go be a car salesman It's a really good job. People always talk bad about them but if you can handle the heat if you can handle the criticisms and you can relate to people and you can be genuine with people and people start to trust you, you're good man that's all it takes. Just got to go do it. You uh, ain't got to work at McDonald's your whole life. Now, that's not a bad job. That is just a minimum wage job, okay? Everybody can. Everybody grills at home, <laughs> okay? That might be actually a little more. They have systems at McDonald's that make it easier to do than that, and I don't even know if they grill. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to speak on that much more because I feel like I might be treading on people's toes even though I don't care. Um, I also I do want to be kind of. I mean, it's never fun to just bash people, okay? That's not that's not the goal here. The goal is to kind of explain it, maybe in a funny way, but in a real way. That's how it works. Um, anyways, let's get back to this. Uh, Dems look to boost New Mexico's minimum wage now. On the topic of inflation, it's a natural thing. It just kind of happens. We create more money. We print more money. that automatically makes there's more money in the in the system that uh, that's just there that wasn't before. Like so. Inflation happens. However, a way to speed up that inflation is to artificially increase the minimum wage without a necessity to do so. Um, Personal example. Last year from January, January, February, March, April, May, June, I didn't have a paycheck because we were starting this company. And that is how long it took in order for us to make our first profit to be able to pay mine and my business partner's um, salary or not salary, <laughs> like the couple hundred bucks. Um, and uh, we had saved prior to that a little bit of money to be able to live on and then we can – you can use things. I I never we never went. Uh, my wife is in school right now, so we we did take out um, I think like a thousand bucks to help pay for rent one month and things like that. Um, and that was getting paid zero dollars for those five months, and we didn't have a big savings. I'm talking like those five months, and we were down to zero type of deal. So there is uh, and, and keep in mind, I'm not saying that you should be able to do that and live. It it wasn't. It wasn't a luxury. That was for sure. It was definitely more of a, a hard thing that we were trying to overcome as fast as possible. But anyways, I'm just saying, if I was if I was making anything during that time, we would have been living large. We were living, we were comfortable that whole time. I mean, we weren't buying anything any every any days really. We were kind of just paying our bills, going to work. She was going to school, come home much. We had Netflix, so that was cool. <laughs> and then yeah, that was. That was how we lived, live below your means, so that in the future you can live above above everybody else's. It's kind of kind of a cool philosophy. If you if you're able to save, then you're you're doing something right there. Um, anyways, back to this minimum wage thing. Right now, I believe New Mexico's minimum wage. Let's see, minimum wage is so it says the federal minimum wage is obviously seven dollars and twenty-five cents. Let's go by state. Um New Mexico. By the way, you can look any of this up anytime you want. Right now New Mexico's overall minimum it, it varies county to county, but our overall minimum wage for New Mexico is seven dollars and fifty cents. So it is higher than the federal minimum wage. Um, I think Albuquerque is like eight 50, 825, 850, something like that, which is, which is acceptable, if you work at a a 10 hour day, let's say you work 9 to 5, what is 9 to 5, and you have your lunch off, that's 8 hours, right, 8 times 8 point, let's give them 50 cents, $68 a day, that is, that would be times 5. Because 8 times 5 is 40. Paycheck a week, 340 times 4. $1,360 a month for one person. Let's say you get rent for, I think I've seen a couple apartments around here as low as $300. Bucks. Let's go to a $600 apartment. you still got enough for utilities and things like that after the fact. And to live a good life. So I don't really know. I don't get this. I guess it's more for more for families that they're proposing like hey if it's a single working house, like single parent worker house situation uh, well let's say if both parents are working double that number right there's no discrimination if you're a woman and you're a man and you're you're married one works minimum wage and the other works minimum wage you're almost at $3000 a month um, and i guess that is before tax however yeah when kids come in if you're married and you have kids, you should not be working a minimum wage job. Um, you should be looking for anything that you can to get into the situation where, like like I said, car salesman. Go work as a car salesman. That's definitely enough money to be able to support a family and live a very, very comfortable life. Um, we're talking – this minimum wage thing here, this 20 – if two people are working minimum wage, 40 hours a week, comes out to 2720 dollars per month before taxes obviously however you're working at McDonald's that's McDonald's minimum wage for the last for that month so that's just to put in that's the low end let's say let's go back to the one person 1360 dollars is what he would make in that month let's say they put you at 10 dollars an hour 10 times 8 80 bucks times 5 because it's 5 days out of the week, $400 a week times 4, $1600 a month. is what that comes out to $10 as the minimum as as your low wages and then as you get skilled jobs, if you're on commission, there's all kinds of other things you get, tax breaks, things like that. That all adds up. I'm just doing the simple math here and saying that minimum wage as it currently stands is you are able to live on, but I don't agree that minimum wage and livable wage are the same thing. Um, livable wage is like you're saving for retirement, you're doing all kinds of things. Costco, I think their minimum wage is like thirteen bucks an hour. Um, now that's the thing with Costco though. That's a lot. Of, people don't realize that Costco will just cut your hours if they don't want to pay you as much. And people are like, "Oh yeah, Costco pays me thirteen fifty an hour." But yeah, you only work twenty hours that week, so you really didn't make that much money. You're a part time employee. There's things like that you have to look for. You can't just look at the minimum wage. Minimum wage is only one of the th- of the factors involved in this whole um, conversation, really. Um, so basically, New Mexico, Democrats campaigned on raising New Mexico's minimum wage. Um, now, after the election that happened uh, last month, we have all Democrats in the government here in New Mexico. And... Um, they are proposing to boost the statewide minimum wage to twelve dollars an hour, phased in over the next few years. Another calling for fifteen dollars an hour. So we're saying, and this is this is I think where the argument actually has to go first before we can even talk about what is a minimum wage and what is a livable wage is should a minimum wage be considered? Like you have to determine the definition. If you are thinking that minimum wage is the livable wage and that's your standard for that, then I can see why you think12 dollars an hour is fair because you're thinking that it is a minimum it is a living wage. and I, I, I would agree that to be comfortable in stuff that you have to have at least twelve dollars an hour to start you know being okay or comfortable in your living situation. However, that's not the argument I'm making. I'm making the argument that minimum wage is the absolute least amount of money that the company has to pay the employee, as is an intern, let's say that, like an intern type of position. Or uh, let's say a college kid wants to work at Subway, that should be the minimum wage, or a high school kid even, high school, still living at home, he's making this money on the side, he's saving up for college, things like that. That's what my definition of minimum wage is. And that is where the argument I think a lot of people don't go to. Um, now, my definite—you have to be on the same playing field in order to argue the same fact or the same deal. And um, in my opinion, the living wage should be different from the minimum wage. The minimum wage is the high school rate and the non-experienced rate, and because it costs a lot of money to teach somebody to do a job. Okay, that's just straight up. When we hired our first employee. It took us about two months to finally for him to finally start making us money. And that's just because there's a learning curve. It just happens. It's not to say that any employees are incompetent or anything. It's just how it is. You have to learn before you start. Anyways, in my opinion, in my definition, living wage is when you have a household. It should be what you're looking for if you have a family that you are providing for. And in that case, going with that kind of mindset, I think the living wage should be, you know, $12 an hour or whatever like that. But that should not be mandated by the government. That should be a person by person basis. And that should be them selling themselves or selling themselves to the company that they're going to work for. That should be uh, the goal. If I have a family, I need to be making the li- living wage. And that's different for everybody, it depends where you live, uh, what you do what you plan on doing, what your skills are, things like that. And you need to utilize your most valuable skills in order to make that money that you need to be a livable wage. And that's all on you. I don't think that should ever be dictated by the government. Living wages are so subjective, and that's pretty much all there is to it. And so I don't think there's an argument if you get these definitions um, figured out before you even talk to somebody about it. If somebody's definition of minimum wage is living wage... Then, in order to argue with them, you have to put yourself in that same playing field, and um, it kind of it kind of destroys the argument on any end. Um, but yeah, it's all in, it's all in the definitions; it's all in precision of language. That is the key. Um, that's kind of where I'm going to leave this one. I guess I, I probably got in, I probably talked a little too much more than I would like to uh, about different uh, little tangents and things like that. But let me know what you think, guys. Uh, it was kind of fun kind of like doing this in the morning. It's kind of a good thing to, to wake me up, get me going. I um, hope you guys liked it. If you did, um, subscribe on uh, iTunes uh, podcasts. Uh, get the Anchor app. Subscribe on uh, Anchor to uh, the Pit Radio. We will be doing this as much as I possibly can because I love it. It's fun. There's always something to talk about. I love conversations. Definitely comment. Like send me – Send me uh, direct messages, comment on everything. Let me know what you think. Send me things that you want me to talk about, get my opinion on. And if you want to be a guest, by all means, let me know. We can do that. That would be fun. It it would actually probably be a lot more fun than just talking to myself about this stuff. But, um, yeah, let me know. It's going to be fun. I think this is a cool thing. Um, But anyways... I think this podcast is over. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, send it to the outro music that I may or may not have made on my own in my uh, Fruity Loops program, uh, as you know. Via like I have New Productions and stuff. I love this kind of stuff. I love doing media. It's awesome. So, anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for giving me a platform to to speak on. And I hope you enjoyed. I hope you come back for the next one. Stay tuned for the next one, too. It's coming soon. But, anyways, peace.